0: It is your classic metal show right here on TheClassicMetalShow.com, dot com, and if you listen to this show, you certainly know that music. That was Axel Rudy Pell from the brand new release "Sign of the Times." That one was called "Into the Fire," and coming back into the fire with the Classic Metal Show is the guitarist and the leader and the namesake of that. It is Mr. Axel Rudy Pell. Axel, how are you, man? Ah, oh, thank you, Chris.
1: I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me back on the show again.
0: You you know what, Axel? A, I love having you on the show because you're one of the more dynamic interviews that we ever get, man.
1: You always have so much energy. Oh, really, really? But he says, it's not my mother language, so bear with me concerning that. uh, Mistakes I will do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well,
0: well, you, you know what it is, is you... More than a lot of other bands, you're passionate, you're very passionate about talking about your releases. A lot of guys, they go into right. it. right. And I know you you know this. A lot of guys go into interview day and they're just like, oh shit, I got to do 20 interviews today. But you're always so up and so energetic and so ready to talk Axel, Rudy Pell music.
1: That's right, because I'm only doing one interview a day. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Because I love my music, you know. This is the music that comes from my heart, you know. I'm burning, I'm still burning in my old age, you know. And I want to talk about this greatest shit I ever heard. <laughs> Absolutely. Well,
0: well, Axel, I've got to say, that if even for people that may not be fans of the band... If No matter what they think of Axel Rudy Pell as a project, there's no denying that you guys are one of the most consistent bands working today. Uh, you know, the formula doesn't change too much. It sounds really, really good every single time. And literally every 18 months or so, there's another record, man. It's, it's amazing how you've been able to stay so consistent and so creative for such a long time.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much for the compliments. Yeah. I'm wondering by myself, (laughs) so how can I create this uh, great album after great album, you know? So the magic has to be right in the air, you know, and it is still right in my whole life. So I love it.
0: Sure. Is it, is it, um, do you sit around and and write like all the time or do you wait until it's time to put together the next album before you start writing?
1: No, I won't do that, you know, because you know I'm I'm really I'm really writing every time, you know. As soon as I lock down the door and the and the record is finished, you know, I'm going back home, pick up the guitar again, maybe after one or two days, and I'll, suddenly a riff comes to my mind. and say, "Wow, this is a great idea!" and I'm recording that on my on my cell phone, you know, on, on the voice recorder on that. So, uh, you know, I'm writing every time. So sometimes it absolutely happened, actually, that I don't have any idea in between one, two, three, or five weeks, you know, but I don't care. I know when I pick up the guitar again or or suddenly a melody comes to my mind, I record everything, you know, and I'm writing. I'm constantly writing, yeah.
0: Sure. Do you have, and, and I ask this to every one of you guitar players because you're all the same, do you, do you have at least a thousand riffs recorded that you have not used yet?
1: <laughs> you know, I, I have so many riffs I recorded. I haven't used, but they're all shit. You know, they sound like crap. So that's the reason why I don't use them. You know, so not not every not every idea I have on the guitar, especially guitar riffs, is good. You know, I'm collecting these little bits and pieces. When I listen back, I say, "Oh Jesus Christ, this sounding not too good." What what came to my mind as a as I played that? You know, so. Um, I wrote a lot of riffs but not all of them are good actually so unfortunately <laughs> right <laughs> otherwise I would I will make a triple album or anything like that <laughs> right
0: <laughs> no question well Axel the new release is called Sign of the Times it's it's an an excellent release from you guys there's there's some definite changes on this it has a little bit of a different vibe to it i would say musically it's a it's it's maybe a little bit more accessible than the Than like Night's Call was, Night's Call was just blazing in your face. This one has, this one has a couple of tunes that are not as fast and are, are definitely more accessible to a listener. Were, were you trying to do that or is that just where you guys are at at this moment?
1: You know, it just happened by accident, you know, I don't think about when I'm writing songs, I don't think about uh, if they, how they will turn out in the end and what people feel about when they hear it, you know, I don't give a fucking shit, I'm right. oh, sorry, can't say that. Uh, you say so You know, I'm just writing, writing things, and, and when, when I listen back and when the song is done, I listen back and I say, uh, is it okay or should I change anything? I say, no, this is great, you know, and then it goes up to the record, yeah.
0: Sure. And, and, you know, one of the things I noticed, and I, I had to go back and look at the, the last releases to check, for, for some reason with Sign of the Times, all of the songs are longer. I, I, there's not one song that's like a four-minute song. Everything is between five and eight minutes long. Um, is that a sign that you're just in a more creative, musically creative space where you have, you know, you have more to say with each song?
1: Uh, no, no, it just happened by accident, you know, I, I don't look at the time when I'm writing stuff, you know, I said, well, well that's okay, uh, you know, I, I can't, I think I can't write songs under three minutes, because, you know, it's not working for myself, I don't know why, but I can't do that, so apart from the intro, which is, of course, only one minute and, I'll well, say, when it's forty seconds uh, that's okay with me so i, I can write uh, two short songs i don't know because i'm I'm more looking at it as a as an opus you know so not like a song it's an opus or something i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure well well, axel, you know the your singer is arguably the busiest guy on this planet, Johnny Gioli is ridiculous with the amount of work and the amount of touring that he does. You know, what is it about him that he's able to do so many projects, so many projects outside of ARP, but then he always comes back to ARP with such focus and such a cool creative approach.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know you have to talk with him about that. <laughs> so I, I don't have any clue. But, I mean, you know, the only thing I can say, he's one of the top singers in the world. You know, he's perfect for the ARP band, you know. I can't imagine anything better than him You know, singing for me. So he's a really cool guy. He's a very nice guy. And actually, like you said, he, in the past couple of years, he did a lot of shows, other projects and stuff. But this will keep his... his uh, um, it's throw the life, you know? Sure. It's, it's singing, uh, what do you call it, chords or anything, mm-hmm. which are in the neck. Yeah. You know, this is great for him, you know, and I love it. I love it, you know, so it's cool.
0: Sure. Now, now, Axel, listening to the new release, um, one song really stuck out to me. It's my favorite on the, on the disc and it is the one song that definitely has a different vibe going to it than pretty much the rest of the album, and that's Wings of a Storm. It, it, really, okay. it really has kind of a cool 70s-ish sort of a, a sound, but then all of a sudden you break in with that guitar solo at the end and it just, you know, just kind of jumps out at you. you know, t- talk a little right. bit about that song, because that, that is arguably one of the best songs you've ever done.
1: Oh, thank you very much. That's nice to hear, actually. <laughs> okay, so you know this, this song I wrote around this um, this guitar chord called e7 seven, e7 seven cross nine that's actually a guitar chord i think it was found by jimmy Hendrix back in the 60s you know i think it, it's in in purple ace where else can i find it he, he used it on a couple of tracks i really i loved this chord especially that chord you know mm-hmm. and i say wow this is a cool sound i played a different sound on that track um, at the beginning and in between the riffs uh, and I, I really loved it you know so it's like um you know, the, the bass playing the same as the guitar in the beginning and in between. Right. You, you know, I, I, I don't know how it came to my mind. You know, it, the magic was right in the air, I think. <laughs> the funny thing about it is when I, when I played the record to my record company a couple of weeks ago, and, and they all listened to, it to the, for the very first time, one guy said, one guy said, wow, actually, that's a pretty cool modern guitar sound. I say, okay. I stole that sound from Jimi Hendrix back from the 70s. He looked at me... Are you are you sure? They say, of course, I'm sure because I grew up listening to that kind of music. You know, yeah, but very that's more very modern. I said, okay, you're right. <laughs> that's cool.
0: Well, I I think I think that guy had to be a lot younger to, to not recognize that. That's Nelson. right,
1: that's right. He, I think he even wasn't born when I released my first solo record, so right. <laughs> no problem at all.
0: <laughs> Certainly. Now, Axel, one thing that you guys, as Axel, Rudy Pell, always do is you capture. Just immaculate sound. I mean the the records. It, the records always sound good. Um, this time you worked with Tommy Geiger. Um, why why the changeup uh, with with him coming in?
1: You know, normally I, uh, normally I work with Charlie Boar fine, You know, right. and I already asked him before. I said, Charlie, will have some next record in the can. Would you like to to do it again? He said, Actually, I would love to, but unfortunately, I can't because Charlie already was booked for I think four or five months recording and mixing an album for the German band Halloween. You know, Mm -hmm. a story I can't do, I don't have the time for it. But what about Tommy? I say, well, Tommy is a good idea because Tommy and Charlie at some projects are working together, you know, uh, with Blind Guardian guys and Halloween. Uh, I think they work together for Gotthard, but I'm not quite sure about that. Anyway, so I knew Tommy because he mixed uh, the live album from last year, the 30th anniversary live, and he already mixed um, the 25th anniversary couple of years ago so i knew tommy tommy was a great mix mixing guy and a great engineer you know Mm -hmm. so i hired him and the work was great you know he went into the studio we started recording and he got a huge massive drum sound you say wow that's Mm -hmm. brilliant you know so i love it so it was very easy to work with him that was cool
0: sure now now when you when you capture a sound like that. Does it does it make it more difficult to reproduce that on the live stage just because, you know, the sound is so gigantic,
1: you know, on the record? Yeah. That's right. I, you know, I trust my life engineer, you know <laughs> he will get the album for me before we actually started to and then he, he say, I wanna reproduce that if it's possible in any way. They say, Of course, then you have to get five more guitar players on stage and then you can <laughs> reproduce it. I say, oh, come on, you know I mean the <laughs> I'm sorry, that's why I'm smoking. Um, um, what should I say? Oh yeah. Um, so I mean, it's very difficult. There's only one guitar player and that's me on stage playing. but actually, the keyboard player Ferdy is following me, you know, And but concerning the drum sound, he always oh, my, my life recording engineer giving his best, you know, and he's a great guy too, so yeah, sure. no problem at all.
0: And if people don't hear that big sound, you'll just blame him, right? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well. Well, Axel. You know, the one you, one of many unique things about Axel Rudy Pell as a band is that you do have two Americans in the band, and I've always been curious how how do you create music when you've got you know two guys in another country? Do you do it all through the internet? Do you send MP3s back and forth and and work out <laughs> ideas or?
1: Hello. You know, the secret behind is I, I don't send anything, you know, so you know, when, when I'm doing my demos at home by myself, you know, okay. I play uh, the songs are completely finished without the drums, of course I have a, the beat, you know 100 blah blah blah, whatever, and I play every instrument by myself at home the rhythm guitars, the bass, the key, little keyboards, the keyboard melody, the vocal lines, the vocal melody, I write all the lyrics, and when my demos are done, I don't send, send them out to, to the other guys, you know, so we start Fresh in the studio, Bobby will come over from the States, you know, he's flying in all the time. Mm-hmm. We're setting up the drum kit in the studio, and then we're starting from scratch. You know, I say, hey, Bobby, listen, this is a first track. This is a riff. And you listen to my demo. say, well, oh, great, man, great, man. I know exactly what you want me to play there, you know, and he's starting hitting the drums. Hey, that's cool, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's always like that, you know. Nobody is hearing anything before actually we're recording that in the studio. So that's just great. And concerning Johnny, he's the only guy who's not coming... Uh, he's not flying over to Germany. He's doing it everything in his, his house, you know. Mm-hmm. He has a little recording studio. There all the systems and microphone and gear, whatever. And I'm doing that on the Internet, explaining just the songs, because okay. we send everything to him um, by Internet. We put everything on the server. He downloaded it. Mm-hmm. And of course, he has my guiding vocals, you know, all the melody lines with the real, uh, with the real lyrics on. He's listening to that, and then we're phoning each other on skype to say what do you mean with that actually explain a little better so we're running through the whole songs, and then he's singing that and after he's done he's sending me mp3 files i listen back on the next day or whatever they say, "Well, wow, this is cool, maybe we have to change this and this, but the rest is kind guy- whatever, you know, so we're working like that, and actually it's pretty good, yeah, sure
0: when you hear it when you hear it back, especially when you get Bobby, who's you know just an amazing drummer you know in the studio yeah. does does it change have have you found that that you know his vision or his ability is different than what you envisioned the songs being or do do they come out pretty much the way you envisioned it you know before you have
1: everybody I come think over? It's, it's- I think it's pretty much the same. But Bobby, of course, Bobby is a drummer. He knows much better than I know what is, what is better for the song. Actually, all, all things he's playing is much better than I thought before. You know, because he, he's an amazing, talented drummer. He's uh-huh. one of the best drummers in the world. You know? mm-hmm. and, he, and he lives and breathes this kind of music. You know? So we're on the same level concerning these music things. You know, But when I play the riff to him, you know exactly what, 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 what I want to say with that song or with that riff or whatever. He's coming into the groove and say, you want me to do like this? Or you want me to play like this? And they say, wow, this is cool. I say, yeah, I thought so too. You know, we're working on that, but he's, he's really, really great.
0: Sure, he definitely is.
1: Well, Axel, uh,
0: the, the album is called Sign of the Times, and we're certainly in a weird time right now. isn't right. How ironic is it that you put out a release that has messages that kind of fit exactly where we're at right now?
1: I don't know because I'm a genius. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know this. This happened by accident. You know, I, I thought about it was last year when I thought about the title for the and I say, what, what can I say with it? You know, and I and and, and I, 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 I thought about the whole situation of the planet. You know, we had so many changes in the last two or three years since the last album. You know, we had this religion wars going on. We had this attacks. You know, we have this street fighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. We have this whole climatic change of the whole planet. Right. You, see, you know, and when you look at the, at the cover, you see that's two minutes after midnight. You know, we see the skull watch is two minutes after. So it's a little bit too late for anything, you know. So maybe it's a good idea to write about some special things, you know, like uh, the themes I just uh, mentioned. So... Yeah. I I didn't wrote a song about the fucking virus, you know. Yeah, you know. Because I didn't know about it, of course. Right. Well,
0: Axel, you know, if I know anything about you and about Axel Rudy Pell, the band, it's that you guys are touring musicians and certainly it has got to be scaring you to death with that they're talking about not having any touring until twenty twenty one at the at the earliest, no?
1: Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. I mean, we had a originally we had a tour going on starting in a couple of days. You know, mm-hmm. the whole May. You know, and we had to reschedule it to next year April. You know, I, but we have another leg going on of the tour, which is now the first part uh, for October November this year. I don't know if this can happen or not. You know, nobody knows so far. I mean, I mean, even if the government in Germany would say to give a green light for having shows back, you know, in the venues, even then it's a problem because I. Like you said, I have two Americans in the van, and they are not allowed to cross the border or even have to be in two weeks, uh, quarantine. So, you mean, that's not happening at all, you know, so we can't do it then. So we have to wait and see.
0: Sure. Is it, do, do you worry that because of everything that's going on, that uh, Sign of the Times will get kind of lost in the mix, and by the time you can actually get out to promote it, it'll be about time to do another record?
1: No, no, no! I don't think so. I don't think so. I think actually the people they are they are they are waiting for us to come to come up, you know, to come mm-hmm. back and uh, playing live. So I think they were still they still know that they haven't seen the, the sign of the times tour because you know nobody's allowed to at the moment. So I think no, it's not a problem. I think it should work pretty well.
0: Sure. Now, just uh, and this is just straight curiosity and you don't even have to answer it if you don't want to, but I'm curious what does a guy like you who's used to being out and on the road and playing guitar, what what do you do to keep busy during the pandemic? It's got to be driving you crazy to be at home.
1: <laughs> It drives me crazy just a little bit, to be honest, because, you know, I have so many things to do. I'm giving interview after interview after interview at the moment, telephone right. interviews, you know. And sometimes I got email requests, you know, email interviews I have to do. And, uh, there there's so many different things. I have to work on taxes, have to uh, get back to the merch thing, you know, mm-hmm. to to make everything uh, perfect for, for the next kind of... Uh, in our life, you know, so I, I'm doing so many things that the moment I'm creating my own fragrance, <laughs> I'm not kidding, you know, we'll, hopefully we'll be out at the end of the year or maybe uh, the beginning of next year. I'm doing so many different things, so I'm not getting bored at all, you know. I, what I'm really missing is going out with some friends, uh, going around to a restaurant, uh, eating mm-hmm. and drinking stuff, you know, I can't do it in a month. So, but all the others, all the other things are okay for me, yeah.
0: Sure, definitely. Well, one thing that's definitely okay for you, Axel, is this new release. It's called Sign of the Times. It is an excellent release from Axel Rudy Pell. And I'll tell you what, Axel, you've done this with me before. Why don't you pick a song from the new record to uh, wrap the interview up with and maybe tell us a quick story about it?
1: That's that's really that's a tough thing because you know like I'm saying it all the time when I pick just one song the others are crying because they're all my little babies you know right. so, it's very hard but probably I yeah, I pick um, track number five the end of the line because we are at the moment we are the end of the line and it's about that you know nothing else so um, I think it's a very very steady up-tempo rock track, which I really like. I don't know why, because, you know, every track is great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's play one of those great tracks right now. This is End of the Line. It is Axel Rudy Pell right here on your classic metal show.